You're listening to Real You. This podcast is dedicated to helping entrepreneurs elevate to the peak of their physical, financial, and spiritual health. If you want more money, better health, more passion in your life, you've come to the right place. Hosted by Jared Briggs, executive wealth coach and mentor to those looking to step up to their best selves. Real You is your invitation to become who you've always known you could be. Here's your host, Jared Briggs. Hey, hey, what is going on, everybody? Welcome back to Real You. My name is Jared Briggs. I am your host, and thank you for listening to this show. There are a few of you out there that seem to be uh, regular regular listeners, and I appreciate you, and I, and I hope and pray that I continue to add value, get better, so that the listeners just keep growing and growing and growing. Everybody become the real you. I believe everybody has great potential inside of them. I believe we are all unstoppable and we are capable of living life to the fullest, that we all have the the ability to win at a massive level. Whatever that looks like for you, I truly believe everybody has greatness inside of them. And my goal and my hope is to add value, share messages, learnings, experiences, you know, knowledge, information that can help you accomplish and be that. You see that today's episode is about God's timing. This last weekend, I was roofing with my cousin on our our house. We were putting down the tarp and the tar and all that that goes before the shingles. After that, we got done with that. We ran up to my in-law's property that they have where we're doing some new, building some new crails and fencing. And they just bought this property recently. So we're doing a lot of improvements on it. And then Sunday, spent a lot of time with family. It was a busy weekend, just just a lot of things going on. And I don't remember in particular what day it was, but my mind went back to a memory, a memory that happened, it was probably, what, three, four years ago now, something like that, probably three years ago, I would say. And my my mind went back to this memory and I thought about it and I'm like, man, that, that was such a good lesson and a learning for me. And I thought, man, that's what I need to make my next podcast about. So the title is God's timing, but I want to share a story with you. My wife's family, they have a ranch and we spend a lot of time helping them. They have cow-calf operation. They're not huge, but they're big enough to where it's a pretty good project every single day and and weekend and throughout the winter and the summer. And there's a lot going on and they are very into ranching. My mother and father-in-law, um, They crack me up because they're they're so into it, yet at the same time, it seems like they're always like, I don't know, bickering or something in it. And sometimes I'm like, man, do you guys even like ranching? But they're just being funny and having a good time. And they just, they're just them. And I really enjoy it. But my mother-in-law, she's probably one of the best ranch hands in the world. (laughs) I'll be honest. She, uh, she doesn't have a full-time job or anything. So she's home. And her job is literally the ranch. Like she spends her time on the ranch. Their home is right on the ranch. So she's very involved in it. And my father-in-law has a full-time job. And uh, while he's gone, my mother-in-law feeds cows and, and watches the cows and takes care of things and does hang in the summer. And she just, she just gets with it. She's one of those women that she doesn't sit back. She'll, she'll get right in the fight and get her hands dirty and, and whatever it takes. But 
this particular story was in the springtime. It was right when like winter's ending and you're starting to get a little bit warmer days. And, and it's that time just before we kick cows out on range. Right. And so we had some time and there was a particular day, this day we, it was before my wife and I lived in this town and where we do now, uh, in where my in-laws live, we were up there for the weekend, helping them on the ranch. And we were in the side by side. They had this little, it's a, it's a mule. I don't even know the brand of it, but it's called a mule. And it's just a simple side by side, pretty slow, but just crawls across the ground. And it was fun. They now have a nicer one, but this particular day there was a calf and I'm pretty sure it was a bull calf. They, they raise and sell, you know, 20, 25 bulls every year. And it was a, I want to say it was a bull calf and it had some, I don't know if it was foot rot or something going on. I think it was with his right front foot. It was all swollen and we needed to doctor this calf. Well, by this time, they're pretty big already. Like their, their calves, they grow fast. And this calf was pretty big. Well, just from the perspective of it, didn't seem huge, but we needed to doctor this calf. So my father-in-law was in the tractor. He was feeding them. So he's in the tractor spreading out hay for these cows. So now the cows are getting spread out everywhere. And my mother-in-law's driving the side by side. My, my wife, we didn't even have our little girl yet. She was sitting in the, in the passenger side and I was actually standing in the back of the side by side. And I had a rope, you know, I was going to rope this calf. And so we're just driving around looking for the calf. We finally find the calf and we need to get a rope on him so we can get him down. We had the shots. My mother-in-law had the shots and everything we needed to doctor this calf. Well, I've, I, I really enjoy roping. It is still on my bucket list to learn how to team rope and team rope and go do jackpots. It's still on my bucket list. Haven't done it yet, but I like roping. I can rope the heck out of a dummy. So in this moment, I'm like, oh man, you know, I, I got to show how good I really am, like that I can do this. And so we find this calf and my mother-in-law creeps up to him and I, you know, take off, start swinging the rope, throw it at him and I miss. I'm like, ah, crap. So we do it again and I think I miss like two or three times. And at this point, I'm like, man, I'm really blowing it as the son-in-law, right? My mother and father-in-law have two girls and so it's my, my brother-in-law and I, so you know, we're like, hey, we got to really show that like we can fit in this family, that we can rope and ranch and do all these things. <laughs> so I remember thinking, I'm like, gosh, dang it. Why do I keep missing this calf? Like I've never missed this many times on something this simple, just a calf walking around. But this dang thing, he would like duck his head right at the perfect time or, or bolt out of the way. I was just like, this sucker's pretty good even, even with a lame foot. So I just kept totally missing this calf. So it's like the third or fourth time now trying to get this calf. Well, every time you miss, it gets harder because they get smarter. They get a little more wound up. They're running around. We're stirring up the herd. So I'm thinking, gosh, dang it. Like I am blowing it. And my father-in-law, he was quite a ways away. I would say maybe a hundred yards away spreading some hay because, you know, the windrows, they just spread it out. So it's not all in one spot. So they're spreading out this hay. Well, he was quite a ways away. Well, then there's this moment that comes that my father-in-law is coming past us. And so a lot closer and I finally get a rope on this calf and you guys, he's way bigger than I was thinking. It was everything for me to hold my ground. So this dude didn't take off running and I lose the rope. So I'm literally like sunk back in the rope, digging my heels into the ground, trying to keep this calf from going. And I was thinking, 
holy crap, now what? <laughs> like, how am I going to crawl up the rope, get my hands on this calf to flip him down so we can give him a shot and make sure his foot's taken care of so it doesn't get any worse? So I'm sitting there, my mother and my mother-in-law and, and my wife are, they're kind of there trying to help and like, ah, what do we do? And out of the corner of my left eye, I see my father-in-law, he had hurrying jacked the tractor and park emergency brake jumped out and he was running over. Well, he comes over, grabs a, a hold of the rope so we can walk up the rope, get on this calf and flip him over with him. And I, it took both of us to wrestle this calf to the ground. It was, <laughs> this calf was way bigger. I mean, he was definitely over 200 pounds at this point. He was a, he was a big boy. And I remember thinking after this, we got the calf taken care of, foot rot was taken care of. He never had any problems after that. So exactly what we needed to happen, happened. Well, I remember thinking about it that day. I remember thinking, man, if I would have caught him the first time and my father-in-law was, you know, hundred yards away, you know, would I have lost this calf? Now we got this calf running around with a rope around his neck. Now, would that have happened? What, what were the events that happened? And I started thinking, it was, it was probably meant to be that I missed this calf. So it didn't get any worse and, and we didn't have any problems. Now we would have got it taken care of, but it's never fun when you lose calf and now you got to chase the rope down and, and cows are everywhere and you're out in this big open field. Like it can just be a little bit crazy. And I remember thinking, man, I'm, that was an, uh, a crazy lesson that it just happened to be the moment I caught, I caught this calf. My father-in-law was close so he could jump out of the tractor and help. And I got thinking about that in life. How many times in our life do we wish things would happen easier and faster and better? How many times are we frustrated by the circumstances and what's going on? But yet at the end of the time, at the end of the day, I, I think this, God's time isn't our time. God doesn't work by 10 o'clock in the morning to five o'clock at night. That is man-made. Time today, how we measure time is man-made. God's infinite. God's time is completely different than our time. And so when I was thinking about this lesson and I was thinking about all the things that we went through and, and that I experienced in this moment, I've thought about this, this story and, and that, that thought, that lesson that I had often about how it worked out for the better. It totally worked out for the better. Even though I was thinking, man, I, I got to show my, my in-laws and, and my family that I can rope and I can cowboy and I, and I can, you know, do, do these things. I'm a rancher. But at the end of the day, those things didn't really matter because we got the job done and it happened at the right time and the right moment that it needed to happen. Now, at the same time, I don't believe God ever wants us to sit back and just let things happen or wait for them to happen or for God to take care of them. You see, we were out there doing it. I was out there doing my best to rope this calf and, and do the things that needed to happen to take care of this calf, to take care of his foot. But when the time was right is when it's happened. Now, I do believe we have the ability to influence time and influence those things that we desire. I study a lot about the conscious mind and the subconscious mind and the power that we have within. You see, all of that power, we literally have every resource we need with inside of us to increase our income, to increase our health, make our health better, to make our marriage better, everything. 
every good thing we desire, you see, you can have anything in this life that is good for you. Anything. And I desire for my kids and my family to have anything and everything they desire that is good for them. And we have the ability to push that envelope, to push for those things to happen. But I do believe there is God's timing. Because in God's timing, there is lessons. There's things that we can learn. I learned some valuable lessons in this moment of taking care of an animal about how things happen at the right time and at the right moment for everybody, for everything, and how things should happen. Now, does it happen all the time? No. There's a lot of the times we're doing ranch work and, and things are going smooth and then all of a sudden cows get out or this happens or the tractor breaks down, and that's okay. There's lessons. There's opportunity. There's challenges. That's what makes us better. That's what helps us grow. I know for myself, I get frustrated at times. You guys, I'm 28 years old and I want to be so much further, but I got to remember, man, I'm 28 years old. I only have 28 years of experience. There's a lot more that God needs to teach me, that I need to learn, that I need to change about myself, that I need to understand, that I need to open my mind to. There's things that I haven't yet considered that I need to consider to make the progress, to make those things happen. I wanted to share this story with you. For one, I think it's a fun and cool story. But then the perspective from it of God's timing. It doesn't matter how cool we look or what happens or or what's going on. What matters is getting the job done, learning the lessons, taking care of things, and bettering ourselves each and every day. I truly believe that God has given us all the ability to be great. And that as we push that, as we strive for that, as we ask the questions, you know, who is it that I need to become? What is it that I need to do? What is it that I'm not thinking of? What haven't I considered? As we ask these questions and we push to get better, as we push to get better, we can't just sit on the sidelines and do the same thing over and over again. I love this saying, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. You see, we can't keep doing the same things over and over and over. We have to challenge ourselves. What haven't we yet, cons- yet considered? What haven't we thought of? What haven't we done? What could I do to push myself? What could I do to, to get in better shape? What could I do to be a better husband, better father, better wife, better mother? How could I provide better financially? How could I give more to, to charity? How could I be a better leader in the community? You see, as we challenge these things, as we push ourselves, that's when God's power, that's when God's timing, that's when God steps in and gives us light, gives us insight, gives us understanding. I truly, truly believe these things. Ladies and gentlemen, God's timing is not the same as our timing, yet I truly believe we can connect with that. We can connect with God's timing and allow those things to shape, influence, and progress our lives. I have looked back at this story many, many, many times over the last three years. I want to say it's been three years, maybe two years, something like that. I think it was actually the spring of 2019 is when it happened. 
God's timing. There are many lessons within all of these things. Ladies and gentlemen, I invite you to look at your life. What lessons can you learn? What things have God put in your place, put in your life, put in your path for the benefit of you? To help you see things in a new way, experience things in a new way, to grow and to progress. Ladies and gentlemen, this was a fun story. You can see it's, it's simple. But yet there's so many things that I learned from it. It was hilarious. When we got done, we were like, holy crap. I remember standing up from holding this calf down because I remember climbing up the rope. I got him flipped over and I was sitting on him while my father-in-law gave him a shot. And I remember standing up like, holy crap. We just got our butts kicked by like a two or three month old calf. Like it was pretty funny, but this thing, he was big. I can't imagine him without a hurt foot. I don't know if we could have got him. It was funny, but I remember standing up and thinking about those lessons of like, oh, that happened for a reason because I wouldn't have been able to handle this calf by myself. He was a big boy. He was a big boy. Ladies and gentlemen, you are great. You are awesome. You have greatness inside of you. Never stop. Never stop pursuing those things. It doesn't matter what's going on in the economy. It doesn't matter what's going on in the world. There is still opportunity. There's still greatness. There's still goodness. There's still so much good going on. There is more good in this world than there is bad. Way more. The media has just gotten really good at grabbing everybody's attention and pumping into them what they want them to hear. I promise you, everybody keeps talking about a recession, but during this time, I have found more opportunity than I have in the last couple of years. It's not that anything's changed. It's that I have continued to push to say, how do I get better? How do I increase? How do I make more money? How do I get better? How do I influence people? How do I help them? How do I serve them? And as I keep pushing this, opportunity keeps exploding out of thin air by simple conversations. Don't let these things hold you back. Right now, today, is always the best day. Doesn't matter what's going on. Right now is the perfect time to start a business. Right now today is the perfect time to get your health in order. Right now today is the perfect time to commit to your marriage, your children, your family in an even better way. To show up for them at the best way you have possible. Today is the perfect day for everything you desire in your life. Every day is the perfect day. Every day is a blessing and an opportunity. And I wanted to share this with you guys because this lesson, these thoughts have really blessed me and helped me throughout my life. You guys, I hope you have a wonderful day. Have a wonderful week. And we'll catch you next week. Be the real you.